0: to that week because it was always intense.
2: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys still, but Dante was my guy. Get the dashes cause you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports betting info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code, that's believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get in to the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Looking to help your favorite Chiefs podcast? Well, we're trying to raise money to create merchandise for our online store, as well as be able to have more merch to do giveaways to all of our fans. To any of our YouTubers, if you see down below, you can show your support with the new Super Thanks option. Any amount will go a long way towards helping us launch our online store. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks to all of our followers for your continued support. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm here with our host former tight end Jason Dunn and tonight we got a little bit of a new look where we got special guests in current Chiefs wide receiver Cornell Powell coming on to talk all things Chiefs and how everything's been going with him. So Cornell thanks for coming on man. How you doing buddy?
0: I'm good man. Thank you for having me. Yeah yeah we got him in here man wide receiver. Yes sir. That's, man. CP man what did hey, they like calling you? Cornell, what was uh, your nickname? You learned a nickname already out there on, on, on the on the gridiron or what? I just I just go by CP. That's something that stuck with me all my
1: life. Yeah. In high school, all the way up until my senior high school, it was CP3. I wore I wore number three like all my life, like youth hey. rec, all that. And then I got the Clemson and I switched to 17. So we dropped the three and just
0: it's just CP. All right. Okay. Okay. But we'll rock with that, then, man. That's good. That's good. How has uh, your time out in Kansas City been so far, man? You know, man,
1: it's been a it's been a blast, bro. Uh, coming right in and, and jumping on a championship contender team. Mm. Uh, the, ex- the expectation of the team was high from all the coaches down to the players. Man, everyone in that locker room, you know, they uh, they was hungry for a championship, and I feel like we, we had a great season, but we didn't get the ultimate goal, which is the championship. Uh, nonetheless, um, I grew a lot. I learned a lot from players, coaches, support staff, everything. Um, so it was fun. It was It's a blessing to be here and to be in this position that I am in with this uh, talented team, this competitive team, and just an opportunity to grow and learn and uh, elevate my game to the next level.
0: Good, good. Well, I'll tell you what, man, and, and I know you said you, you've you been out there and you've been, you've been kind of learning, kind of elevating your game. Um you know, as a former player, you know, I, I know sometimes kind of what that means as far as elevating and whatnot. Kind of kind of talk on that a little bit as far as, like, you know, let everybody know what you're – like, you elevating your game, uh, especially, like, in the NFL, how it's different from college into now the NFL, what you had to do to, just to make that transition.
1: Um, well, first of all, the season's longer. Um, so you're just – you're at it for a longer duration, and you just have to learn how to take care of your body – um, learning how to be a pro, uh, to be honest, just learning how to practice, learning how to take care of your body, learning how to work out, learning what works best for your body, uh, especially on this level. You know, more so in college, everyone is on the same regimen. Yeah. Like you hit, you're hitting the weights crazy hard every day. Um, and here on this level, man, you're doing things that's going to prolong your body, prolong your season, prolong your career, um, essentially. And so just learning, learning those little things, learning how to practice, learning how to um, – it makes you it, learn how to get a mental rep as well. You know, some people take that for granted. Uh yeah, the mental okay. reps, you're not gonna you're not gonna rep every play, um, you're not gonna rep every route, but learning mental reps, uh, watching film, just uh becoming a more complete player, more complete teammate, and you know, just just growing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think it's really an indication, man, of just being a professional, right? It's just yeah. being a pro. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's good. I, I like what you said that about as far as getting the mental reps. Mm. I think a lot of people take it, like you said, they take it for granted, not understanding, like, you're not getting that rep every time. It's not like you're going to keep running the play back. No. So if, if you're not in there, right, yeah. if you're not in there, you better make sure mentally you are yeah. understanding how the route is supposed to be, you know, the, the concept of what are you trying to run, how you get open, um, even even going against the, 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 the defender, right? So if you're yeah. not taking that rep, you're like, look, I already know. You know, the corner I'm going against, I know what he's good at, what he's not good at. You know, how do I set him up on certain plays and certain routes uh, to get open? But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. that's nah, good.
2: Right, Cordell, what's it been like? Because I know, like, last year, you know, we – we the middle of the season, we signed Josh Gordon, and then you kind of been around Josh Gordon, guy like that who, like – you know, I think you and I were around the same age where, like, we kind of grew up, like, watching Josh Gordon. And, yeah. like, and it, it was kind of, like, starstruck. I mean, kind of, like, being around some of these guys where you grew up, like, you know, watching on TV and stuff, especially when we saw Josh Gordon in the middle of the season last year. Now he's, like, you know, your compadre and the, and the receiver, yeah. receiver.
1: Uh, It's been fun, man. Um, I've learned a lot from him. He's a, he's an old head, but he's very knowledgeable. Um, mm-hmm. He's been around the block a few times, so he knows – uh, what it takes day in and day out, uh, he take care of his body extremely well. Always in a uh, training room, always doing little stretches. Um, whether it's in between meetings, in meetings at at lunch, you know, when, when the bistro and stuff like that. So, you know, just just learning little things from him, and then uh, just just trying to pick his brain and 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 try to see how he he survived in his league for so long. Uh, so it's been it's been
0: cool, man. You know, a, a guy like that. Um, who, who, like you said, is an old head, been around the block. Uh, I'm sure he could probably talk to you a little bit about being patient, right? Or kind of waiting your time and just, you know, when everything's not working, we, you know, we want everything right now, right? We want everything to happen. I want to get up there and play right now. But a guy who's, like you said, it was has some adversity from team to team, just understanding how his preparation, right, his, his mentality of like, okay, wait your turn, time to get in. And it's just kind of like sitting still, right? Sitting still. It's like the quietness of of being okay where you're at. But as soon as you get a chance, opportunity, you got to go, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. I feel like that was uh, one of the biggest things I learned this past year. It's all going to work out. It's all going to play out in your favor. Um, You just have to uh, maximize your reps. Don't count your reps, but maximize your reps. Um, Take advantage of every moment you're on the field. And, and just go out there and compete and leave it all on the field. And, you know, it it'll eventually work itself out. You can't, can't stress about, you know, what you aren't getting or what you don't have right now. You just have to just dominate what you do have. And, you know, it all comes full circle.
0: Oh yeah.
2: And uh, talk about uh, reps. Um, I know like this past off season, uh, it's been kind of wild in, in, in the chiefs world, but like, you know the big thing was the the Texas workouts, and I'm assuming you were amongst one of the uh, pass catchers who was down there in Texas with, with Mahomes and all the guys.
0: Yeah,
1: it was I- it was fun. It was fun, man. Uh, just being out there, just to, just getting back at it. First of all, uh, it was the first time we got together since the season. So just getting out there, uh, we was in uh, Frisco. No, we weren't. We were in uh, no part of Texas. Where we were Fort Worth. I'm sorry, we was in Fort Worth uh, down there, at Apex. Just uh, being with the guys, man, it was really cool. This is my first offseason, so uh, to experience that, you know, just going out there, throwing and catching, and just getting better. Um, you know, we got a new group as well. Um, so just getting everybody together, getting on one accord, and
0: just learning, you know. So it was it was pretty dope. Wait, let, let me ask you about that. So, so, you know, like you said, being down there with those guys and developing that camaraderie. OK, mm-hmm. and also, too, is it's also seeing the competition, right? That's yeah. on the team to, to make you better. Um, t- tell me some of the things that y'all did, man, as far as uh, like just bringing the group together, as far as like what it was, just going out to eat even more and just having, you know, like, like communication, sure. like just give me like a little wealth of knowledge as far as like what what that really meant to you and what all did y'all do to make a much tighter group?
1: Um it really wasn't like nothing extravagant, man we just we just went out there we balled out we worked out in the morning and then we got on the field uh, a little later in the afternoon some days we went to go eat uh, together and stuff like that Pat put us on to this crazy good uh barbecue spot out there uh, okay uh, but you know it's just it's just it's just being around each other you know how the locker room is just being around each other and uh, just just feeling each other out getting to know each other that was my first time meeting um uh Uh, Juju, that was my first time meeting, Uh, Rojo, that was my first time meeting, Uh, Marquez, Uh, so you know, it it was cool to meet those guys, these guys are vets, these guys are pros, they've been in the league, and uh, they just come out there, they get our work done, you know, it's just not, not even playing around, funny business, anything like that, you know, we out there with a purpose, and that's to get better, and ultimately become a a great offense, and eventually a championship team. Good,
2: good. One of the things that uh, Mahomes said in, like, a, 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 I think it was either a press conference or an ESPN article, he had talked about how uh, being being down there and Coach Reed allowing him and the pass catchers to kind of be together uh, during that uh, portion of your workouts, your offseason workouts. He said he got to it was it was cool to be able to be in your like the, the receiver meetings with you guys and also be able to kind of tell you how he sees routes from a yeah. receiver standpoint. How important is that to kind of know what a, what a quarterback's looking for, what he how he sees a route?
1: Oh man, <laughs> like. That's extremely uh, vital to our to our to our job. Just being able to hear his point of view and, see, and know what he likes, how he wants to run it, uh, the defenses that he sees, the coverages that he sees, and uh, it it gives us a better vision, a better visual of you know how to get open and how he expects us to uh, come out of the break, how he expects us to come out of the route, how he expects us to attack a, a defense's leverage, a defender's leverage. So you know it just it just helps our our game grow. Right? And then once we get on that one accord, that one page, I feel like it's going to be unstoppable.
0: That's good. I was going to say, Matt, I mean, it it, it definitely is vital to the team. Like you said, I mean, when you have the guy that's throwing the ball to you, and like you said, the expectations of saying, you know, if you're running, you know, a nine route or you're running a corner, if you're running, you know, a a comeback, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, the depth of the route is so, like you said, it's so important to know especially if he's thinking like, listen, if you got a guy on this, on your hip, this is why I'm going to throw the ball to you, right? So I can have a high, I can have a low, I might mm-hmm. put a touch on the ball, however it may be, but sometimes you always get – and I think right now what we're, we're starting to see, uh, at least for you, is this ball could come out of anywhere, right? With Pat, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I think people don't really understand like how difficult that is and the greatness of actually seeing something like that. But yeah. you talk about that a little bit, man. What do what you think? Uh, oh, man, first of all, it just it just shows you that, like,
1: you know, every route, everyone's liable to get the ball. So you don't think, OK, I'm on the backside of this concept. You know, I can I can take this play out. No, not with him, because he had thought to you without looking He had thought to side sidearm, all these crazy arm angles. You know, you just got to be able to run and uh, be in the same, be in, be in alignment with him. You know, he rolls out, you you know you know when to go deep or come back to it. Uh, but always being ready, always
0: just being, uh, have your head on the soup at the end of the day and expecting the ball each and every play. Right, right, right. So I don't know if you know this or not. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to brag on my host right here, uh, Marcus. Okay. So Marcus just, he just put out this video, all right? So Marcus, man, has been slicing guys up apparently okay. in this, this flag football league. Get over in D.C., all right? Uh, look, you get a chance to check it out. Mark's got to send some some, some video to him. Well, Mark, yeah. he, he got a little bit of that and Mahomes in it, too, man. He's coming underneath with a little throw, no little hey, passes, I all of that. I need yeah. the link, man. I need the link. I need the link, for
2: yeah. sure. I'll, I'll send it. I, I didn't think you were going to say anything about that. Man. You, you're embarrassing me over here. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Yeah. But he, he's nice with it, though. He, he's, okay. he's nice with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I need, I need the link, man. I'm ready to see it.
2: <laughs> right. Whenever, whenever you guys, whenever you guys, I told JD this, but Cornell, whenever you come to DC, uh, springtime or summertime, we'd love to have a, a ringer on our squad for our flag football team. So, all
0: right, all right we can work <laughs> something out. We can work <laughs>
2: something out. If each will allow it, then you're, you by all means, you're a uh, open invitation. <laughs> all
0: right, that, that that will never happen. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you man. right now, no. Hey, listen, I, I know them guys out there. You know, going to be playing dirty, I'm, I'm sure. it's a couple of cheap shot artists, you know, oh, yeah. yeah that, that, you know, he, he's probably got on the, the full gear and, you know what I'm saying, he comes out, you know, he got, he's got the whole garb on, you know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. yeah.
2: It, it gets dirty, man, in D.C., man. I'm telling you. It does. Oh, does. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, Cornell, we, this offseason, you know, I kind of hit the whole – Kind of the whole storyline of the Chiefs is obviously the the change that's kind of gone on, especially specifically in the wide receiver room. So Mm -hmm. I guess everyone has kind of a story when, like, you know, when when a certain thing happens in in your favorite sports franchises, you know, like where you were that day when this so-and-so happened, right? So I guess my question is: I think everyone in Chiefs Kingdom knows where they were, what they were doing when they first got the tweet that Tyreek Hill's headed out the door to Miami or the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. What was your initial reaction, and when you first heard about Tyreek Hill uh, getting possibly shipped out to the New York or Miami?
1: Oh man, um, I would say this: you know, as a as a wide receiver, I was happy for him. You know, he 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 got compensated for you know, his talent, he got compensated for the hard work that he's been putting in over the past couple of years. And um, so first and foremost, I was very excited for him. Uh, You know, I I love to see our guys uh, get paid for for what they deserve. Um, As as his teammate, as a Chiefs wide receiver, as his teammate, I was definitely excited to see him go, man. Uh, He was so big and so many wins that we had he was so big uh, in the locker room he was so big in our room uh, specifically just being a leader for us and um, always always being the example so it was definitely sad to see him go now as a uh, receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs this up coming year I'm excited um, mm-hmm. I got a lot of opportunity you know uh, we, we really we didn't start from scratch, but the expectation is still the same in the room. And it's, it's an opportunity for me to step up. It's an opportunity for me to, you know, showcase my talent. And so, so I had three different emotions um, on that day. But all in all, he was definitely a leader for me. I learned a lot from him this past year um, on and off the field. Uh, so definitely sad to see him go. But, you know, moving forward, you know, I'm ready to I'm ready to step up, take on a new role and, and become a, a, a key part in the offense
0: good that's good so man let, let me ask you this okay and I know wide receivers are the prima donnas of of, of the football team right I mean that's, that's 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 you know you got the reputation man it's just it's, it that's is what myth. it is right that's a myth that's a myth <laughs> <laughs> well you know what they and all wide receivers I know always say that like i oh, that ain't true but that's you know <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say this so with you all the guys that got on the roster, wide receiver right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you're very, um, you know, positive about your talent and whatnot. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, really in the conversations, uh, your name needs to be mentioned a little bit more. And sometimes, you know, if it's, it's like this. It's mentioned a whole lot, there's high expectations. It might not be mentioned enough, there's like low expectations, but it's like, here, I'm coming, right? Like, look, hey, you don't have to mention me right now. But I tell you what, when I come out there on the football field, everybody's going to see what i want to do. So, kind of give me like your mindset right now. What you, how you going into the season, this training camp, and what you think uh, this year is going to be for you.
1: Um, I understand that the, the team I'm on, and I understand uh, the pieces that are around me. And at the end of the day, uh, I know I know my talent level and I know my abilities, and I really could care less about the social media posts the the mm-hmm how many times I come across the Chiefs page, man, I'm working, man, each and every day. Uh, I'm trying to be the best version of myself um, by perfecting my craft on on the field uh, at the wide receiver position, and and that's all that really matters to me. And when, when training camp comes, you know, I'm going I'm to give it my all, and I'm going to lay it all on the line, and, you know, the, the work going to show for itself. So you ain't always got to talk about it. You ain't got to record every workout. man. you know, so that's all I'm really worried about
0: is, is training camp. It's good. That's good. Cool. Beautiful answer, man. That's, that's and that's exactly how it should be. Do, do, yeah. you, do you feel like that, that the year that you was on the practice squad it helped you out a whole lot? It definitely did. It uh it gave me a new set of lenses. Um, uh,
1: just just seeing it differently, you know. Uh, and it also allowed me to grow. I didn't take I didn't take a year for granted. Um, I was definitely bummed about it, but I learned the whole entire playbook. I learned every uh, I learned all three positions. Um. I became a, I learned a different role in special teams. And, you know, I just, I just evolved as a player, as a teammate. And, you know, I'm ready to year two come in and I'm ready for it. So
2: good, good,
1: excellent,
2: excellent. You mentioned the playbook. Um, and this is something that a lot of fans who've never played football before and they, they think they know it all. Um, how, you don't have to tell me, obviously, the specifics of the playbook, but how complex is this playbook? Because everyone's like, oh, man, like you should learn the playbook. Like last year, it was the whole, you know, Josh Gordon, uh, when he played, everyone's like, oh, he can't learn the playbook. Like, that's why he's not getting the reps. Oh, man, this guy needs to go. He, you know, he, he doesn't know the playbook. It's like, well, it comes in the middle of the season, doesn't really know a playbook. That's probably one of the more complex playbooks, I'm, I'm assuming. But how complex is the Andy Reid uh, and Eric Bannemi playbook?
1: Um, we do a lot of different things out of a lot of different formations and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, um, it's a high powered offense and, you know, we, we expect to score every play and I'm just leaving it at that.
2: That's, that's all I need to know.
0: (laughs) But I'll tell you what, and you, you can nod your head on this, but I kind of seeing because I've been involved in a few, uh, offenses, you know, West coast, Eric Royale, kind of like that, um. Is it is it more concepts kind of um, concepts and also too, uh, it's not necessarily timing routes, but it's it's almost like a I call it like this I'm gonna name it like the the little man offense kind of getting open finding the window getting open and like sitting and knowing you know where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there right Mm -hmm. and it's like if everybody knows their role and, and as you know. Look, the worst thing you possibly do as a receiver is be in the same area as another receiver, right? I mean, it just it blows up the entire play in itself. Uh, sure. but would you say that is like a little bit more kind of you know, concepts, um, you know, kind of getting open, you know, finding a window in a hole? Um, I think I think, it's, I think it's a combination of all of that, and that's what okay. makes our offense great, okay? Okay, good,
2: good, so, yeah, which makes it so complex too, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So uh, this is one thing um, that obviously, you know, you're a Clemson guy. um, And this past uh, draft, uh, our undrafted class, we ended up getting Justin Ross, one of the biggest names, in the receiver class, um, but, you know, through injury and, and other things that, that he had going on, he felt an undrafted player, and a lot of people thought that was, I mean, a mistake that the Chiefs were able to get Justin Ross. Um, and I guess that, that was your teammate in college. So uh, I guess uh, I, my question is, what can we expect to see out of Justin Ross? Like, uh, there's the, the question marks, So oh, is he healthy? I mean, is he is he, is he he 100% go? I mean, but like, kind of talk to me about Justin Ross and, like, what you know of him from college to now.
1: I would just say I'm glad he's on our team, and uh, sorry to everyone who passed on him for whatever reason it was. But I'm so glad he's on our team, and I know I've seen him live in action on in, in practice and you know, on game days at Clemson. And I know what he's capable of. I know his talent level. He's probably one of the most natural rock running uh, space creators. You know, uh, ball skills. He played basketball, so he got great hops, great hand coordination. So it's gonna be scary uh when his time comes for sure. So just be on the lookout.
0: All right. Okay, okay. Pleasant surprise, man. Like you said, a lot of people passed on him. And I guess that's what it was. They was worried about his, you know, the medical part of it. But like guess hey man, look, if a guy can play, he can play, right? Football. and that's Spirit. all that matters. That's all that matters. It all it's all that matters. If you get out there on the field and he can show what he can do, hmm. you need a guy like that. Yep. How, how do you feel as far as like, you know, having a, a former teammate, you know, right there with you, man? I, I mean, how does that feel, bro? I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, it feels good. You know, it's uh, someone who I'm comfortable
1: with, who, who knows who knows me and I know them. And, you know, I'm going to try to help him as much as I can and, and whenever it's needed. And, you know, he's, he knows that I'm someone he can always come to on and off the field. We we, we kicked it a couple of times already uh, while he was out
0: here. So, you know, it's, it's good to have a brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's important, man. So you you, you take them to some uh, some some good barbecue spots. in KC, man. Oh, I'm I'm still looking for some good barbecue spots. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right, man. So anybody hit you onto a, a a few places out there? Not yet. I mean, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, man? I get I, I get I get this question
1: all the time, and yeah, I don't I don't really know. I I've, I've found a way to really explain it. So I'm from North Carolina. And our barbecue is vinegar-based or whatever. I think it's the best. And yeah, so yeah. I, I compare it like this. You, you've been to to great steak restaurants right. or whatever. Yes. You had a, and you had a great steak, right? Right, right. You had a great steak. You didn't need nothing on it, like no sauce, A1, nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, and, that's right. And it goes, and it goes crazy. Yeah. So when, yeah. It, when it's not a good steak, you know, you add a little sauce, some truffle butter or whatever to, to get it over the hump to eat it. Sure. And that's, and that's how I feel about Kansas City Barbecue. It's more sauce-based here, which is not really barbecue. Like, I was literally eating barbecue one time, and I was just like, like it didn't taste that good. And somebody, my homeboy was like, Bro, you got the wrong sauce. I'm like, no, I didn't come here for the sauce. I came here for the barbecue. <laughs> and so, and, and so, like that's why I compare it to a great steak doesn't need sauce. Great barbecue doesn't need sauce. And where I'm from, it's just barbecue. You don't have sauce. So, you know, right, so it's, right. it's kind of a, it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's been a transition, man. I'm still,
0: I'm still, still growing on me. I got you. No, that's good. That's good. Because everything you said is absolutely 100% true. 100% true. And if, yeah. it, if somebody's got to just put their barbecue and just drain it with sauce, a joke, it can't be that good, right? It can't be. It can't, it can't be. be that good. <laughs> right. right, right. So I don't know, man. I, you know what? It, I'm sure it, in the comments going I feel like be spot- I changed your perspective, though. Huh?
1: I feel like I changed your perspective. I all did. Right. <laughs> so listen, all right.
0: So, so, so I'll tell you this. I, well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you mine. So, I'm from Kentucky. Okay? okay. We we've been barbecuing for the past forty years, like catering and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. And one thing we do bad, man. We brisket, and we do like like chicken, support bad boys at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I I know sometimes when when people say barbecue, they always put you on kind of like the uh, the commercialized places to go. Right. I don't I don't want to do that. There was a spot. okay. I was coming back from Kentucky one time and it was a hole in the wall. I can't find this place again. Mm -hmm. I pulled off on the side of the road, you know, and I got some. Man, I bought two slabs. I'm like, yo, I called home. I was like, listen, y'all y'all have to try this barbecue. I, I got to bring some of this home with me. Yeah. And I packed it up and brought it to the crib, man, but I cannot find this place again, man. I swear, I, I, I don't know where it's at, but I, I agree with you 100%, man, as far as like, if you real saucy on stuff and just talk, I, I don't want that barbecue. I want the one that I'm able to taste the meat, yeah. seasoned up good, you know, yeah. and I've had North Carolina barbecue, so I know what you're talking about. It's, it's, it's good stuff. The ribs, the,
1: the ribs and burnt in burnt ends though, they were great here. They were great
0: here. But the, the
1: barbecue, like the pool pork barbecue or whatever. It is, yeah, that's where
0: that's where we lost them. Right. They got they got a couple of good spots, man. Um uh, uh, you know what's uh, it? the Q39 is pretty good. They do a good job. You've had that, it's really tasty. I had, I had the burnt end burger from that. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they right. they ready. Um, uh, you been to LC's yet? No. Okay, LC's, you got to try that. It's good stuff. I need, I need a list of places to just check off as I go, man. Okay. okay. I, we, matter of fact, we're going to no put you on a scavenger hunt of like barbecue spots. That's, That's, what, right? I That's, what, I That's <laughs> what I need. That's what I need. That's I need. All right. All right, for sure, man. Because I, I think, you know, everybody, like this is the same question. Barbecue spots, like where do you go? And they send you all the commercial spots, go to here, go to – might add real mm-hmm. barbecue. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. You know. Yeah, I feel that.
2: <laughs> but during the season, though, you you, you I mean you don't eat barbecue during the season? Look mean, I mean you kind of gotta watch what you eat. I mean, I feel like barbecue just kind uh, of you know. No, I
1: mean,
0: that don't, it don't really affect me that much. You know? uh, yeah, I got I got a metabolism.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say you can't you can't eat every day, but I, I know you're gonna. No, 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 no it, every, every once. Every. While. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm sure they probably uh, giving y'all some at, at at you know maybe at different events sometimes, like hey man, we got a little barbecue spot again. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's always the feature option. Uh, feature uh, item on the on the menu for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Um this is something that uh we wanted to uh, to, to kind of mention um that you, your website, Cornell Um, mm-hmm. I remember last year when we drafted you like like two weeks after the draft i i i, I was looking I, I was looking through your stuff online and i saw cornerpal.com dude your merchandise it, it's a it's not this isn't just a plug no seriously your merchandise yeah. i ended up getting the uh one of the shirts that has the uh your 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 um like your logo like right here sure. on, on the, uh, the the right chest um so everyone our viewers should definitely go look at But. One of the things that kind of stands out to me on your website, um, and this is something people, you can explain your backstory here, but uh, you have a a portion of a site uh, that's a a lot to breast cancer awareness. um, And just, and last year, your, your, um, for your cause, your cleats, yours was a breast cancer awareness um, was your uh, your thing that you uh, went with. Um, So I'm just curious that for people who don't know your story, you kind of talk about your connection to uh, breast cancer awareness.
1: Yeah. So um, my, my grandmother on my, uh, my mom's side, she uh, she has she has breast cancer and she she beat it, came back, she beat it again. So you know she was she's blessed, definitely definitely a survivor, a fighter, uh, a very strong woman. And then uh, when I entered high school at Jay's Rose, I encountered this woman uh, named Elizabeth Upton, and she's probably the sweetest lady who ever meet. Would do any and everything for anyone who. She ever talked to or whatever. You can ask anyone who ever went to Rose during the years that she worked there. Uh, probably the nicest woman I've ever met. Um, and so she got me through a lot. She got me through, you know, uh, school problems, relationship problems, athletic problems, teachers problems, family problems, whatever. You know, she was always there for me. And um, she beat breast cancer, and it came back as I was leaving my senior year, and uh, it came back more aggressively and. She I don't think she got chemo. And, you know, uh, my, my, my freshman year of college, she passed and we ended up having a game on that weekend. So I couldn't even come back to the funeral. Uh, but, you know, so uh, every year since I've been in college, my freshman year, um, every breast cancer game. Um, I've always dedicated those games to those two, those two women in my life, you know. So I've been a big advocate for it. Um, I did, did the events at Clemson, the women's clinic at Clemson and stuff like that. Um, and you know it's going to be a part of my foundation, a part of my life for the rest of my life, uh, ensuring that women uh, they 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 jump on it early and and uh, make sure they go to get mammograms uh, yearly. If they feel something irregular in their breast, just going to get it checked out because I don't want anyone or any family to go through that. You know, losing someone so special to them. So,
0: yeah, wow. That's man. That's, that's a wonderful cause, man. God bless your grandmother too, man. And uh, it was Elizabeth Upton, mm-hmm. you know. So it, we can tell, man, how uh, you feel about her. Uh, yeah, and that's a wonderful thing, man. To you know, continue the legacy of just kind of getting the information out there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we we've in, in my family kind of dealing with some things now. My sister is, is going through chemo, and uh, so it's one of those things, man. It's a hard battle. Cancer is just one of those things, man. It's just it's. It, it, it can really uh, destroy people and uh, support everything, man, that you're doing with it. You know what I'm saying? If there's anything we could do to get things out there, man, we will, you know, but I, man, continue to great cause, brother. I, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure, you know, I mean, most people that have had some kind of, um, you know, you know with, with breast cancer, everyone's kind of like, you know, has some kind of connection with that. Um mm-hmm. with cancer in some way. Um my best friend's uh mom, who's my like my second mom, she passed away uh from breast cancer um about a couple of years back. So um I I thank you for using your platform to you know try and bring awareness to that man. So absolutely absolutely,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: but and that again that's uh Cornell Cornell Powell.com. Uh check mm-hmm. it out. Lots of good stuff merchandise and just and, new merch is on
1: the way. New merch is on the way. Uh Also, the Power Project has been doing great things. We just hosted our first youth camp. Um, We're going to try to get a a back-to-school book bag drive um, in August. So, you know, stay tuned, but definitely tap in.
2: Awesome. Awesome.
1: It's
0: called uh, the Power Project? The Power Project. Okay, cool. All right. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep our viewers and our listeners uh, in tune for that as more information comes out about the uh, backpack drive and all that. Yeah.
0: So, so, let me ask you about that, man. Is with the uh, with the camp that you did, so, man, how was uh, how was the kids when when how they respond to you, man? When you come out there, would you would you getting yeah. it, mixing up with them or what, man? Yeah,
1: um, you know, I got into it with, with a couple, you know, because I'm a competitor. I don't care what right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it right. But, uh, but it was it was definitely fun. It was. Um, it was amazing man it was, it was better than i expected uh just, my city is just so amazing uh supporting me and my and my uh, foundation they came out they showed out you know we had over 100 kids um i had a, a lot of uh, local sponsorships uh parkers barbecue sponsored the meal after the camp and then i was able to give a uh bible uh from fca to every camper who came so that was really big, and then um, we had a training mask. Uh, come. They uh they shipped out a package there, so we was able to give out uh, prizes and stuff like that. So, um, it was it, it was amazing, bro. Just to see my whole city, um, come together and we just we just have fun. We had a ball, man. It was eight. It was from ages six to fourteen, so we had some little ones out there.
0: I had a female baller out there. Yeah, all right. okay, okay. It was, it was dope, bro. It was really dope. Good, good. Well, I know they enjoyed it, man. Like you said, six to 18, man. I know it's, you know, little kids too, man. They, The way they run around and just so passionate, excited, man. They just ball the energy. Wide right? open. Wide open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wide
1: open. It was fun, though. It was fun
0: seeing them, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, man, that's beautiful. It's beautiful.
2: Well, Cornell, uh, we want to thank you for coming on, man. Um, we'd love to have you on again at some point. I know the season's going to be uh, coming yeah. soon, so I, I know that you're going to have a hard time to, uh, to schedule in a podcast episode, but we'd love to have you on again, man, and uh, we want to wish you good luck as uh, we count down training camp, man. Looking forward
0: That's to fair. it. That's thank you. No, I was going to tell you, man, hey, look, I, I'll say my piece, man. Look, hey, go out there and compete. You know what it's about, right? It's the NFL. And so the thing is, like you said, everything, every rep that you take, mental rep that you take, you make sure you store that thing and use it for every little bit that it is. Right. Because the thing is, this thing goes fast. And, you know, it seems like you've got the right mentality and mindset, man. And, and I, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to the competition, brother. I'll be watching you out there in uh in, in training camp just to see what you're doing. All right. So yep. if I get out there and I, they're going to have alumni weekend. Or day that for us to come out, so I come out there and I holler at you. I'm like, "Yo, hey man, make sure you get it. Let's go now. Come on." So, sure, you know, sure. all right, yeah, yeah, I sorry, you. yeah. So put it out there, man. All right, keep that good work up, man. Stay healthy during the whole time, man, and just have fun. Have fun doing it, man, with your boys and stuff. All right,
1: gotcha, yes, man. I appreciate
0: that.
2: Yeah. All right. Good luck, Cornell, buddy. Good luck. All right, you. man. Thank you. All right. appreciate it. Well, JD, that was uh, our having our first ever current active cheese player talking to a former cheese player. I thought that was a really cool concept for this episode. Uh, it was cool to have Cornell Powell on. Really awesome guy to talk to. Really open book about everything. JD, what, what, what were your thoughts on Cornell?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, shoot, he, yeah, man, neat guy, man, good brother. You could just tell he's just a solid, solid person, solid guy all the way around. And so I, I like a lot of the stuff he's doing with the foundation uh, for the breast cancer awareness for the uh, uh, Powell Project. Uh, you know, I want to check out his merch. You know, I don't, I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to start checking it out, man, see what he's got. I might go ahead and cop me a little bit, you know, see what I can fit. I, I hope he makes it in big sizes, big boy size. So we'll see, you know. Uh, but other than that, man, have fun with it. Have fun. He, he Like I said, he has some some really good answers, uh, just chopping it up with, man, a good dude. So uh, I'm excited, man, because I, I think he's going to bring a lot uh, to the table, this uh, training camp. A lot of people are going to be surprised. Everybody's been talking about how many wide receivers are we going to keep, right? How many are we going to keep? How many guys are going to be able to make it? And mm-hmm. so he, he said something very interesting as, as far as, like, learning another part of, like, special teams. Mm-hmm. And so that's I think that's going to be uh, the, the thing that brings people over the top to make that the roster. It really is. And so uh, I think I see somebody say something about, maybe 40% of the guys that played special teams for the Chiefs are gone, or was maybe even a bigger number. But, I mean, that's, that's a crazy number uh, of guys. So you know guys that need to be a part of, of special teams, uh, you know, to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where you're going to do it, man. If you're, if you're on the cusp of being on a roster or, or, you know, practice squad or getting cut, that special teams, man, is so, so important. Yeah. and uh, you got to make sure you play your your butt off mm. when you're in the special teams. But he looked like a guy, man. He, he, like I said, mentally, man, I think he's re- he's always there and he's ready to compete, man. I like it. I like it. So I like the excitement and passion he had in his voice about everything. So,
2: yeah. A hundred percent. And I love the question where you asked, uh, talking about like, you know, people may not be mentioning you, like you're not the name that comes up and like, right. Great, great question. And I, I love that his answer is like, you know, I, I don't need people to be recording me and videos being shown of me to show that I'm doing work. I'm, do, I'm doing work. You're not seeing it. And you'll see it on in training camp and preseason. Um, and then when I make the 53-man roster, that's mm-hmm. what what, he, what he's hoping and what he's meaning, essentially, that you, you'll see my work, my body of work, what I did uh, this uh, past off season and stuff. So right. I, I right. think, I mean, that answer is – and you you said it was an amazing answer. It was a great Brilliant. answer. Brilliant.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I mean, that's what I want to hear. That's what I hear. You know, a guy not just say, hey, you know, I'm a beat now. He's like, listen, <laughs> I don't need to have all of that. I'm just letting you know the time comes. You're going to see me. I'm going to be working hard at it. So mm-hmm. I like it. I love it.
2: Yeah. No, uh, incredible guy. Uh, and again, Cornell dot com to get merch and learn more about Cornell Powell and uh, all the things he's getting into in, in, in the community. Um, and that's, that's another thing, too. It's like, you know, a young guy practice squad but he's using his you know like and that's the thing it's practice squad right now in the nfl but still he's using the clout that he has and the platform that he has right now that's for right, good man. things and i it's like so many times a a, a young guy coming to league and like maybe you know i don't have a name for my i'm not gonna do anything for myself i'm not gonna do anything for the other community because i'm trying to get me first he's right. using what he has now for the platform that he has and, and to, it's it to promote good positivity uh which is i i think it's an amazing thing
0: oh yeah no that's 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 that's, that's intelligent. That's how you just, that's how it's supposed to be done. To be honest yeah. with you, like you said, I mean, you know, he, he don't know how long he's gonna be here, but my, he has his name. He you know he's over here, and then people's got a lot of support for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's from was it Greenville, North Carolina? Is North Carolina, yeah. Okay, so yeah, man, that's that's good. And so uh, they've been rallying around him, but him, it's like, look, I got work to do. Let me go ahead and get work done. Yeah. And so yeah, that that's a beautiful thing, man. It's professional. You don't think you know professional way. So
2: yeah. now I'm, I'm ready for all these guys to make the team, but you know, at the end of the day, only three men make it. But uh, I am, I'm a Cornell Powell fan. I, hope he, I hope he makes the team. Uh, I, I, I'm a little biased now that we had him on the show. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, me too, man. Me too. I, hey, shoot, he, he's he's got a chance. He got a
2: shot. He got a
0: shot. So
2: yeah, and and that's the beauty. Well, not the beauty, but like we talk about we ask the Tyreek Hill question. He said, you know, that, like, yeah, it, it opens up an opportunity for the rest of the receiver group and stuff. It sucks to see him go as a team, but uh, as a teammate, but in 2022, it kind of opens up things for the, the, new, the new season, the new year, the new roster and everything. So that's an that opportunity. New, new opportunity. New opportunity. It's, and, and
0: right now, this is probably the best time because you got a lot of new guys on the team. you got guys who, who are trying to still make the spot. And so it's is there a guy's head and shoulders over him? And maybe, but he's he's right there in the mix where he's just like, no, I'm, I'm relevant. I'm relevant in this conversation, so don't forget about me. Yeah. So, man, I'm I, like you said, I'm now I'm a Cornell Powell fan, right? And he was kind of the guy who was on practice squad last year, kind of worried about what he was going to do, how he was going to be. Mm-hmm. After talking to the brother, man, I, I think, you know, I'm going to uh, be looking out for him, all right? Yeah. So I hope he makes it. Yeah.
2: And, and whether it's in Kansas City or, or anywhere, I mean, you know, the NFL is, it's a, it, whether it's here or there, I, he has a good head on the shoulders, and he's. Uh, I, I think. I think he'll make it, whether it's in Kansas City or, or anywhere else. I hope it's in Kansas City, but I oh, think yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be just fine.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's an NFL player, no doubt about it. No, yep. no question about it. So, yep. uh, yeah, hopefully, he's here in Kansas City. But you, you know, if if it's not here, but he's an NFL player, no doubt about it.
2: Yep. And possibly playing with my flag team uh, next spring and summer, <laughs> and he comes to DC. <laughs>
0: no, Marcus. No, they're not going to. Hey, that's. <laughs> that'd be like the worst thing. If something happened and he actually came out there, oh my goodness. Could you imagine that? Like, what, what happened to you? Like, I was playing flag football. You was out there with Cobra Kai, Marcus, and them guys? Like, oh, my, like, <laughs> wow. It'd be good for him to come up and watch, though, man. So, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He might come out there and catch a pass for me. He might need – hey, he's been catching for Mahomes. Then he needs to get, like, uh, you know, Mahomes 2.0. Mahomes <laughs> dash, you know, combo.
2: That's what he need to get. I to call it a dash-trick, <laughs> dash trick, Mahomes. Dash Mahomes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you haven't seen it I'll, I'll JD's talk about my, my my I I'm not bragging on myself, JD's bragging about my my highlights that he saw. And I uh, and, and if you want wants to see it, you can comment below and I I'll, I'll post it as another video on the channel. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um but before we go um there's really not much chief news, but uh the one big thing that is really going on right now is um July 15th is the deadline for Orlando Brown Jr. and the Kansas City Chiefs to come to a deal for extension. Otherwise, he's going to be tagged and, you know, be for for another year. Um, And we can tag him again next year. So that's, that's the thing. But the two sides are very far apart on any deal. La- last time we talked about this, apparently it was close to happening. It's not anywhere close to happening. We thought we thought that the rookie agent was gonna uh, sign it, sign a deal fast. That ain't happening. Um, he wants to be paid. He wants to reset the market, the left tackle market, and be paid as the top left tackle. Chiefs are apparently looking at more top five money. We've heard that before with the Tyreek Hill situation. Uh, they're looking yeah. at more top five money. Apparently they're giving him money that would be that's highest paid right tackle money and that's just not what Orlando Brown's team wants. Um so what are your thoughts on this uh, back and forth uh JD on the uh on the deal to sign Orlando Brown Jr.?
0: Uh what my uh, my thought on it is I thought it was be closer than what it is now. Uh but negotiation-wise, I think he has a lot of uh uh negotiation capital. For the simple fact, look, you, you need a left tackle who's going to protect the best quarterback in football, one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in, in football, mm-hmm. uh, in Patrick Mahomes, not to mention also, too, you uh, use a Pro Bowl left tackle at playing after your first year. I mean, you're 25 years old, you're a young tackle. Uh, and so he's he's got, you know, a lot of negotiation, you know, room to work. He, he really does as far as like, hey, man, look, this thing right here is going to work out for the Chiefs. If y'all go ahead and sign me, get this thing done, invest in me now. That way you don't have to wait, till, you know, next year and keep next year trying to get smiles else in here. Right. So, uh, I mean, man, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. So it, training camp comes the 15th and he's a no show. Or does he sign, you know, the, the, uh, the franchise tag? I don't know. That's all a possibility. The question is, uh, if he signs it, will there be sour grapes, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know, that, but also, too, man, it's business. It's like, look, here's the business, and this is what we want to do. So you wait and sign a guy later, or, you know, you think about, you know, getting another guy, and you know, another 10, another, you, you don't want to keep doing that. I mean, as, as a player, you don't want to keep signing the franchise tag, franchise. No, listen. I want to be paid, okay? Somebody pay me. And so uh and them guys, man, they got they got to got a, they got a on their hands to, to handle. I'm just telling you it's just what it is on the 15th, man. It's like you want somebody up here to 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 get Patrick uh to protect him. Man, you got to you know, this, this is what they want. So, um uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is it. <laughs> this is, you want be making that decision, do you? I'm making the decision. It's just how these things work. So I, I just uh, hopefully it gets done. Hopefully they're not as far apart as everybody's saying. And now you hear, you know, it's always camps are oh, always so far apart. Well, maybe not. I don't know. True. maybe he's asking for just you know something that they're just like, you know what? Let's pull the trigger. We got you right. That's what I'm hoping for. And if not, then.
2: You know, and that's the thing too, because the reports are saying, despite Beach being a huge fan of his, there is like, he does not want to pay him that top number one, reset the market money uh, for that left tackle. But here's my, here's, I have two things that I kind of agree with a lot. A lot of the Chiefs Kingdom always complains about stuff online. I always make fun of it. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some things that I do. I do see valid points here. So one of the points is Tyreek Hill wanted massive amounts of money. We said no to him. He went, we gave him top five money. He said he, he didn't, he didn't want to take that deal. We shipped him out. Okay. Yeah. so Obviously we were saving that money for something. We thought that was going to be saved for left tackle, maybe Orlando Brown, who's going to be a free agent. Um, and so that's not happening. It's the same. Re- really. It's just, you can just replace Tyree kill in Orlando Brown's name. It's the same situation. We don't want to pay him top five. We, we, we want to pay him top five money. We don't want to pay him top money. So that's, that's one thing. And then the, the other aspect is it's like, I mean, what, what are, uh, if we don't pay him, because we, we, we want to reset the market this year, Let's say we tag him. He he signs it to the franchise tag. We wait till next year. We don't pay him. Somebody else resets the market. He still wants to be a top uh, tackle. Aren't we kind of thinking ourselves a hole again, where we we're not kind of where we could have signed Tyreek Hill last year, maybe, and gave him a little more money, but it wouldn't have been. We wouldn't have seen Devante Adams deal. But we're gonna go to next year, um, and we're gonna not pay him. Somebody else, uh, another left tackle, gets the highest paid money. Then we we have to eclipse that guy's left tackle salary. So. by waiting, are we kind of going to hurt ourselves by waiting? If we want to play that game? I
0: mean, you're going to hurt yourself. You just put yourself in a, in a tighter spot. It really is. I mean, because they don't send this on him. If he he wants to sign the tender or, or the franchise tag, or he sits out for the entire year. Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty much where you're kind of at the difference between this and the Tyreek Hill situation was, well, with Tyreek, you had the draft, right? And, And so you was, you was able to get, you know, picks for for Tyreek. And so it was kind of like, hey, we, we can work and get somebody in the draft, you know, for Tyreek. It's not going to be Tyreek, but we can at least get a couple of receivers here if we needed them. Uh, mm-hmm. First round is a second rounder, which we did. We got guys. Uh, and so that's the biggest difference is the timing of everything right now, uh, where everything is. And this is so important to protect Patrick. Mm -hmm. So I guess everybody like, hey, we don't want to pay the money. But look, like you said, we don't pay the money now. Then he holds out or he signs the tender. Hopefully that's what he'll do Mm -hmm. if it don't get done. Uh, And then, you know, wait for the whole entire season, to see how everything works. But I don't know, man. You know what it is? And I think part of it is, uh, you know, you get these. You know, pro football focus and all these other places that you know kind of rate him at this and write him at that and stuff like that. And the reality is, man, he's a pro bowl tackle. He's a young guy. Uh he's he'll you sign him to a deal that's as long as Patrick's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. So you pay now and you pay later. What's it gonna be? Pay now to pay later, or just you know, walk away from the entire thing and then try to do like you did, I don't know, Tyreek maybe, I don't know, but
2: if you're playing, spot, yeah, I mean, if your plan is to pay him, right? If you know, if Vich knows it's his guy, and he's planning to pay him, pay him now. Let's not wait because, like, like you said, you don't want sour grapes going into the season, it's, especially if if he does want to potentially uh, hold out. And it's like, okay, well, and and Mahomes and him are very close, so I'm sure I'm sure Mahomes is talking to Vich, like, dude, like, you got to retiree. Let's pay this guy, you know. Let, let, let's pay one of the. Let's pay one of these guys, you know. So like, yeah. That's that's there. But you're right. The, 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 rankings and all that stuff, the people who the PFFs of the world, um, I, I think I saw Doug Farrar, uh, uh, he wrote earlier saying, "He goes, I'm all about NFL players getting paid. Um, but I just, I'm doing a top 10, uh, the top 10 lists. Of course, everyone's got a top 10 list, but he said he was doing a top 10 list on stats and analytics and all that. And um he didn't have Orlando Brown in the top 10. He had him as an honorable mention. So he's like, I do kind of see where the, the Chiefs are going with this, where they don't want to pay him number one money. Right. But that was why we even got Orlando Brown because he won yes. out of Baltimore because they put him at right. They wanted to put him back at right tackle and they didn't want to pay him left tackle money. So that's.
0: Yeah. We, we knew what we was looking at. But mm-hmm. The thing is, over the course of the season, he started getting better. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing some things also during offseason that he was working on his agility. He was working on maybe some of his strength. He was working on these things to become a better left tackle. Yep. And so a guy who's 25 years old, uh, Definitely has, you know, the, the 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 landscape to do that to grow and to, you know, uh, you know, fortify himself into like one of the best left tackles in the league. Uh, that's, you know, reality is a lot of those guys, these guys don't grow on trees.
2: Mm-mm.
0: They don't left tackles don't grow on trees, and you don't you don't know what you're gonna get. You know what you got right now? You got a Pro Bowl tackle, left tackle, and so is he getting better. Yes, is getting is he worth the money? Probably, because if you're not, and it, 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 let's say he makes a pro again. You're going to hit you over the head. you going to hit you over the head again with it. And I, as a matter of fact, I'll make you pay then. I'm like, look, you want to pay me then? Guess what? Now the market, I'm going to really set the market this time. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's, how, it's how, you know, business works in the NFL. But it just puts you in a precarious position because of uh, the timing of everything before training camp and this is where we are and look hey we're looking at some monsters Mm -hmm. on defense on the outside we're looking at some monsters the defensive end outside linebackers this year especially in our division so shoot i know everything's coming in you know a consideration man but Mm -hmm. hey man look
2: i don't know uh, and then also to that, uh, I read right before we came on the show tonight that uh, the Raiders are interested. Raiders and the Browns are interested in uh, in getting Sue, um, not not become Sue. Uh, so and and the Raiders already got um <laughs> awesome. they got uh, what's his name um uh, oh my gosh Chandler, Chandler Jones and Chandler Jones Jones right Chandler Jones Crosby right. Chandler and then he, and then he gets Sue to put him in the middle. It's like uh oh okay well. Mm-hmm. I don't to
0: stack, man. They, look. They know. They know what they're up against, right? Yeah. And they know Arrowhead is the place to come through. The guys to beat, and we get we get the firepower to beat those guys on this side to beat Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Sure, they they feel like they have a better chance and opportunity,
2: you know. So, yeah. I, I I say pay the guy. Let's just let's get this done with. The, I I want we, we right now we we talk about it. the only really hole we have is having one more edge guy just to have in the rotation, but we don't do that and we're hoping that when that happens too, but we don't do that. And then we let this Orlando Brown thing go into training camp and say, okay, now we have two different kind of holes and deficiencies that we're kind of dealing with. So um, I hope they get that done for Patrick's sake and our team's sake.
0: <laughs> hey man, look, if, if we want him, go ahead and sign him, you know, yeah. go ahead and do it young guy. Uh, you know, he's good. And I, I, you know, they always talk about, you know, paying the money to guys and not really showing up and not doing it. Well, you, you know, I don't know if it'd be the case with this, especially he's, he's done had what three pro bowls already. Yeah. So.
2: And he's tw- and he's 25 too. So. And right. he's
0: 25.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's I think it's a, I think it's a, no, it's a no risk signing. I get like, Oh yeah, he's, you know, not top 10, but okay. Well, he's, this is a second year playing left tackle and he's made the pro bowl. Okay. So like what, what more evidence do you need? Yeah. He's not, maybe he's not Trent Williams just yet. I think everyone's comparing him to Trent Williams. Like, yeah, Trent Williams is 30, what 31, 32 uh yeah, yeah seven yeah. years it's A seven year age gap here guys I mean that's give him seven years playing left tackle for Mahomes I think he'll be uh top uh, I think he'll be number one or top five by that point so
0: yeah man he's just gonna get better man he's just gonna get better I, that's the way I look at it like when I saw seeing this progression during the season you know I was like okay at, at first I was watching I'm like oh he, he, he struggled a little bit it's you know but you know that's the transition it's gonna take some time you know going from right to left and and you're going to have those offense, grown pains.
2: Offense, too. Totally different offense.
0: Totally different offense. Growing pains, like, yeah, this is more of a run. You got Lamar back there, and you got, you know, they run the football. Yeah. But now uh, I think he understands what his role, what they were going to do with him in this offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think he'd be ready.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so, hopefully, beach and Orlando Brown get that thing done by July 15th, two days. Yeah. So. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. All right, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week as we hopefully get this Orlando Brown deal done, and we can talk about that. Or if not, the disaster, we could talk about the aftermath of what what this means for the Chiefs. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hi, everybody! Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify.